well-met friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Horrible. Horrible. Dang. Dude, <laughs> I know I why. <laughs> am so sore. Nice. Yes. So for the for folks listening, there's this thing you've probably seen it or heard it. It's called the Murph. And this isn't a fitness podcast, but I do want to talk about this because I'm in excruciating pain. I'm I'm a fairly fit individual, right? Yep. Oh yeah. I work out at least without fail once a week. <laughs> at, at least over the past like <laughs> ten years, right? And yeah, typically several times a week, especially with the military and, you know, doing PT and stuff. But but Murph is a Memorial Day specific workout, or at least mm-hmm. that was its intent. And it honors Lieutenant Murphy, who you've seen in the film or read in the book, Lone Survivor. He was one of the fallen seals in that tragic event. And apparently this Navy SEAL would do this crazy workout. It was one of his favorite workouts to do. I think he did it like once a week or something. Yeah. I don't know if he called it the Murph, but what it was is he, it was... One mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then followed by a final one mile run. So two miles total True. and a ton of work. And he would also throw on a plate carrier or, yep. or his, like his battle vest. And, you know, those are minimum 20, 20. pounds, yeah. minimum, you know, typically 30, 40, depending on what kind of gear you have. And yeah, he was just an absolute stud, right? Being a Navy SEAL. Uh, and of course, very, very tragically, he passes in combat. But the family came to the CrossFit community, which is like this big type of gym fitness thing. And they together promoted this thing called the Murph, the Memorial Day Murph. So it kind of is twofold. It serves both honoring Lieutenant Murphy as well as really every soldier who's paid that ultimate sacrifice. So it's, it's like a big thing for like this, the military and the CrossFit community, you know, whether you're a civilian or not, uh, to do this workout somewhere around Memorial Day. So I did mine on Saturday. And I did it for the first time with the vest on my, my work vest. It ended up being like 30 ish, 35 ish pounds. This was Saturday and we're recording on Monday night. And I am literally walking around like C3PO. <laughs> like, like I'm not even kidding. Like that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. I cannot extend my arms all the way. I cannot raise my arms above my head unless they're in that <laughs> C3PO formation. <laughs> I, yeah. My lats have never been so sore. I, I'm in excruciating pain, man. <laughs> and and there's, for, for the listeners, there's a couple ways you can do Murph. I mean, you always run the mile, and then that 100, 200, 300, you can break it up. You can do like 20 sets of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. Or there's a way that the psychopaths do it, is they do 100 pull-ups, then they go to do 200 push-ups, and then they go to do 300 air squats, and then you know finish it out with the mile run. Um, that's what Adam did. That's what I did today, as of time of recording. I did not wear a weight vest just because I don't. I don't have one. I wore one last year, but it's called unpartitioned. So basically, partitioned. You break it up into smaller parts. Yeah, because if uh, you think about it, if you do five pull-ups, you could then bust out immediately 10, ten push-ups. Yeah. Because it's different muscle groups. Same with the squats. Right. Whereas if you go straight from pull-ups, you can do what, 10 or so, and then you got to take 20, 30, 40, maybe a minute, you know, do another five, 10, yeah. 
and it's, and there's uh, also it's a I can imagine there's people listening that are like ten pull ups like oh no hundred percent hundred pull ups is ridiculous the cool thing like, is there's scale downs right oh, so yeah, you yeah. could do like a ring row or you, you know do maybe, bands you could do dumbbells you know do a row like there there's a lot of ways to do it yeah I tried going the Murph way you know the <laughs> Lieutenant Murphy way it went well I mean. I'm just coming off of the field, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So I hadn't been working out. I was fueled with Sonic and Sam Adams, <laughs> you know, not not hydrated, man. And, and it was it was a grinder, but I felt good leaving it. Yeah. And man, dude, yesterday, like two days after, what is it? Dom's delayed onset muscle soreness or something? Yeah, is absolutely brutal. I'm telling you, like, to, if I drop something, I have to do a full squat, and, and I, I just cannot reach. <laughs> I literally cannot extend my elbows. It's it's crazy. It's so crazy. Putting on a shirt today was brutal. And then put on a flannel because it was I like to have my AC really cold. And I'm sitting at my desk. I had to use to flip the collar down in the back. I had to put my elbow on the desk <laughs> and then like push my body downwards so I could reach my hand. Oh it's crazy, gosh. man. It's it's so brutal. I'm hoping tomorrow I finally wake up feeling better. I've been crushing ibuprofen. I've <laughs> got to get a it, bath, man, or something. Dude, I don't know. Epsom salt thing. I, yeah. I don't know, man, but I'm... Like my arms are almost, uh, I'm getting that tingly feeling because I oh, just, yeah. there's the blood just move not them. flowing, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's bad. It. Anyway, yeah. so other than that, I'm feeling great, but that that is a main reason why I'm feeling horrible. <laughs> feeling not good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing really good. We went camping on Friday evening into Saturday, trying it out with the family. Chaotic. Friday, I'll be honest, not a good day. The wife and I kind of weren't getting along. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just chaos. Our son wouldn't go to sleep screaming crying in the in, in the camping yeah in the campground and all this stuff Ooh, yeah. neighbors just gonna be pissed off yeah but the thing is it was a family campground so like even though he was screaming and crying there were like kids next to us that were kind of crying and you know on the other side that screaming. sounds but, miserable <laughs> but but then there were these two drunk guys who like there's a giant sign no alcohol allowed which i don't agree with but i get it because it's like a family campground but these guys were belligerent to the point where like I had brought my son to the car, quiet him down because I don't want him screaming in, in the campground. Apparently, they were like, thank God that he brought him to the car or else I was going to have to quiet him down. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You like, said you something? Producer wife would not let me say anything, which good on her. Like, I'm glad. She oh, no, bad on her. You should have said something. I man. know, dude. Ah, oh, dude, it's brutal. Anyways, Friday night was not good. But Saturday, dude, great day. Great day. Got up. It was like those, the angelic thing, like when you put that sound in. <laughs> it was a great day, man. Had a great smoke. Finally cracked open that uh, warp same espresso. And dude, it was so good. It was very light. It was, it was great with that morning instant coffee at the campground. And uh, some of you probably saw I broke out the camera Adam graciously gave me. And man, I love, I love photography. Like it's, it's a newfound little love for mine. So yeah, it was, it was a really good day. You know, Sunday was great. Today was great. And um, I just wanted to give a shout out to a friend of the podcast, Samuel, I think about maybe a week ago or two weeks ago at this point, he sent me something in the mail that I was not expecting at all. Um, he sent me a plug knife. Um, it's not just any plug knife. Samuel had, had known that I had kind of been searching for one, looking for one. We had talked about it. And he sent me this custom-made buck knife, and it's actually engraved with Get Piped Producer Guy on it. it. has a beautiful handle. Man, I just wanted to say thank you so much to Samuel. And 
It's just something that this community above others does very well in Mm -hmm. terms of gifting people things, giving samples of tobacco. Like the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club is a perfect example of that, where people just give and give and give and, and, and don't look for anything in return. And it's like the, the pipe shows where there's tobacco just sitting out and people crack open you know, cigarettes from 1914. They don't have to do that, mm-hmm. but they do. And I was shocked at this. Like, I didn't even know what to say, man. This, this beautiful knife um, just just came in the mail and and it's got a case a showcase to show it off but it's thank you thank you samuel i just wanted to say that real quick and it just kind of adds to this this good feeling i got right now man like i'm just feeling good happy to yeah be i was here. talking to get wifed about that man i i love that for you it made me feel real good that 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 happened you know i love that yeah for you. and it was and- so so unexpected like I feel obligated to give back. And I know that's maybe not a feeling that I should have, but maybe it is. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's just one of those hard things. It's like, how can I ever yeah. return the favor of this beautiful custom custom knife? I mean, I and, would say part of it is pay it forward kind of thing. Yeah. That's, to a degree, that's you know, maybe it's not giving someone else a knife, but the way I'm interpreting this is Samuel has listened to this podcast for probably a great deal of time yeah. and heard several times how we're trying to find you a plug knife yeah. and that was him not necessarily saying you know like he doesn't he has no stake in it in terms of you know f- money or whatever but it was him saying thank you to to you and i really just for yeah. for producing you know like for making this this content and that's kind of wild it's difficult because you because <laughs> it's like the product was already get, provided in terms of the the content of the podcast and so for you to receive something you you then want to go and do something and, and and I guess the best way to do it, it would be just to pay it forward. It might not to be, be to him. It would, you know, arguably be even better to pay it forward to someone else. And it could be something simple, you know, just sharing tobacco. A good example right now is I kind of have something on the way here. We were talking in the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. We have a new channel. It's called Wanted or something. And yeah, yep. someone had mentioned the new Birds of a Feather, Paradoxical, the, the so, most yeah. recent one, yep. the orange one. And I don't have any. I neglected to purchase some someone posted about it and I was like, Hey, I'm looking for them or something. And he said, Hey, I got two tens. I'll send them your way. And I was like, what's, what's the plan? How we, how do we want to do this? And he was like, are you open to trades? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. What are you into? Yeah. Like Virginia Preaks. And I'm like, well, I probably have something in my massive seller. Now I'm in the field at this point. He's like, okay, just send me your address and then I'll, uh, I'll send these out tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't get you anything. I can't even tell you what I have until the weekend. And he was really just like, don't care. Whatever you got, whatever you think is fair, we'll do a trade. He's just open to trying <laughs> stuff. And, you know, for two sealed tins, you could arguably say, you know, I want two sealed tins in return. But he was super cool about it and was like, hey, man, yeah, I mean, whatever you got, you know, tobacco is tobacco. And, and I find that as a form of, you know, paying it forward to me, just not, not yeah. necessarily in terms of the podcast. But, you know, that's just like something that you mentioned about this community where folks are you know, willing to just send me something six days in advance before I can even tell them what I'm going to give them, yeah. you know? And, and I told him, I'm like, yeah, I'll hook you up, man. Just like grace of doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, no, I, that, that's super badass. I, I can't wait to see this thing in action. It is huge. Yeah. It is a huge it is big. knife. It's a big in fact, knife. it has producer guy engraved in it. It's really special. I love it. It is. It is, man. But yeah, what else, what else you got going on? How's a uh, house hunting going? Horrible. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, almost as bad as my soreness. No. We had another offer. I think the fifth offer declined today. Fifth? Wow. Dude, it's brutal, man. Every single house we've offered has been $10,000 over. 
You've everyone. been offering 10 over? Yeah. And they've all been accepting other offers to imply that they're either getting 11,000 or more over. Yeah. 10,001. You know, it, dude, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we are literally running out of time. By the time this episode airs, if I don't have something pretty much lined up, we're, we're going to have to rent. And that's yeah. not what I want to do. But yeah, yeah, man, I don't know. We're going to try to, once my wife gets home tonight, she's working a little bit late. We'll uh, figure some now, send another offer in, and maybe maybe we can squeeze one more in yeah. by the time they decline this next one. And, <laughs> you know, if that that's all I got in me, two more. And uh, then, then we're calling it quits, I guess. Any good news? What's some good news we got? Dude, the How's... good news had a phenomenal time in the field last week. Yes. And I've, I don't know if I've ever said that. That's <laughs> finance, say, baby. I've never heard that. So to recap for the folks, you know, you know maybe just tuning in after a long break, I used to be an infantry officer in the army. I am now transitioning to be a finance officer. Major change. Now, I knew this was coming five years ago when I first commissioned. The gig was four years active duty as an infantry officer, and then I would transition to that finance billet. And I had been looking forward to it. You know, the first year or so was pretty rough with all the training and stuff and all the time being away from home, all the time being in the field, my body weight going up and down in terms of like not eating enough calories, getting smoked out there. We're talking ranger school, you know, the heat of, of Georgia and Florida and all that stuff. And I was just like, man, I'm going to I'm going to kick ass while I can do my duty and then I'm going to embrace the change of going to a desk job. And then I can maintain <laughs> all the workouts and stuff. I can maintain my body weight and, you know, just progress in the military with a more stable option. I think another caveat here is, you know, being at peace, man, is I really, really hope, and this is fitting as it we're, we're speaking on Memorial Day. Uh, last week, go check out our little Memorial Day tribute. But, you know, I, I hope we remain at peace. I don't want soldiers to die. And, and yeah, if man. we were to go at war, I would want to switch back to infantry. But now that we're in peacetime, man, I'm, my brain's kind of like, well, yeah, peacetime, peacetime army, peacetime MOS, right? Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to do some finance, man. And anyway, so we in this course, it's six months long. At the very culmination of it, you have one week in the field, which is insane because the MCCC, the maneuver captain's career course, all the infantry and armor guys, the armor being tanks, they have zero days in the field. Dude, that's why. You know, that's their job is to be in the field. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, theirs is more technical in terms of operations and all that. But mm. I think... And I support it. The idea was the commandant of the finance schools, his vision was to, we don't want finance guys to be soft. And then they're going to be naturally. They're, they're finance guys, yep. you know, but, but to have, they need to have some kind of experience being out in right, the woods, being uncomfortable. Right. Uh, dude, for me, it was big comfortable. <laughs> it was nothing like I'd ever the greatest seen. greatest field experience. It was, man. Dude, we didn't have to do like security. We didn't have to, because it's not our job. Like we wouldn't yeah. be, you know, pulling security. We would be doing our job and then we'd getting a rest and then we'd be waking up and doing our job. Uh, so, so when it came time to close, I mean, I learned a lot during the day. You know, we were, it felt like Wall Street. So what we do is we're, we're yeah, we're, we're processing <laughs> transactions uh, in, in this, this global system called GFIBs. And uh, this is like a civilians will use this, but there's an army version of it. Mm. But major, major companies use this. And, and that's how you process, you know, you make pay requests or purchase requisitions and then you mm. do pay orders and all that. It was like a good opportunity to learn on the job training without going to our unit first. Right. And we would just do, I'm telling you, from 8.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., we would just be ripping transactions yeah. all day. And that's a we lot. had like a list that we had. Yeah, it was a lot. We had a list that we had to do and we had to you know, organize how much funding we were going to use. 
And we, I mean, it's all made up stuff, but it, right. it was really, really cool. But by the end of the day, you got time to go sit down and almost camp out. You know, we couldn't use fires. You know, this is still like a quote tactical ish environment. Mm. But dude, we had these little light fighter tents, uh, you know, one man tent. And, you know, the cadre kind of let us go do our thing. And we all got around and you know, would chat until, you know, about 2100. That's when uh, Taps plays on the loudspeaker. And after that, we're like, okay, we're calling it. Let's get some rest. But yeah, I mean, we, we got to get to smoke pipes. Folks were ripping cigs. You know, it was a, it was a good time to kind of chill out and, and just chat. And at one point, a couple of days in, no one knows I'm um, get piped. Like none of my, none of my peers knew this. I don't, I don't, they don't, I don't even know me. what it is. Probably. They don't even know what it is. And they yeah. see my water bottle. Uh, I bring, I have a water bottle with a bunch yeah. of pipe stickers. They know I'm a pipe guy, but, but again, I don't, I don't talk about it. I don't try to get my peers on it. So I really try to keep this podcast completely separate from the military. And yeah. it's important to talk about who I am. And that's why we're kind of talking about this, but you know, I'm not going to events in my full dress uniform, smoking pipes. Right. You know, like, cause this is, <laughs> I'm not trying to use the military thing to, to yeah. get any kind of views or anything. So I tried to keep it completely separate, but they ended up slowly figuring it out. I had one buddy who followed me on my regular Instagram, my my personal one. And I guess I had my YouTube link in there. And I, I totally forgot I did that. And he clicked on it and found it. And that's when he started to put the the points together, put the, the picture together. And the <laughs> yeah, because he was like, when I first Googled your name on Instagram, I saw the first one said, get piped. And I was like, oh, it can't be him. And I saw the next <laughs> one under it and it was a picture of me. And he's like, oh, that's the one. And then he's like, wait a minute. I think he has a sticker on his water bottle that says get piped out of the, yeah, I got an MBSD Meerschaum, a Houston yeah, pipe gas yeah, for Dean yeah. pipes. Like I have so many stickers on there. He's like, wait a minute. Then he found the link in my bio, uh, which was a YouTube link, which I got to remember so to take out. Funny. Uh, but, uh, and then he, so he was like, he was almost consuming the content. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and when, when I eventually came out, he's like, yeah, man, I knew the whole time. And I was like, dude, no way. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. He's like, no, 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 you need to, you need to blast this. Yes. This is good stuff. Yeah, man. He, yes. we, were, we were in the like the porta johns, the little porta potties <laughs> that have survived, you know, a hundred hundred atomic bombs. <laughs> oh, literally, but they've survived like a hundred cycles of basic training and advanced wow. individual training. Oh, they're just covered in graffiti and like specialists nowadays. Instead of writing letters about you know missing their girl back home, it's like follow my Instagram at whatever. <laughs> and I was kind of making fun of it, and, and and my buddy was like, "Yeah, that is crazy." But you should totally put your Instagram handle put on it. Put a sticker there. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, do you know? Like, I thought he was making fun of me. He's like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> He's like, you need the views, man. This is good. But yeah, absolutely gassing me up. And I told get wifed about it. And uh, yeah, he ended up listening to a couple episodes when we nice, got out of the field bro. as well. Once me and my buddy had been talking about it, other folks started hearing some of my friends, and and I eventually came out. I I did, I did it. Finally, did a tell all, <laughs> and you know I had another pal who was like, "Dude, I I'm mad that I'm just hearing out about this." But I'm also very, I'm, I'm very pleased that I'm just hearing about it. Like it, mm, it proved to him that yeah. I was keeping it, you know, I was doing it for the right reasons. I'm not trying to blast my stuff out. Uh, but, but anyway, one of the nights we ended up having like a how to pipe masterclass or maybe, maybe what? journeyman class or something when <laughs> I had, I brought, pipe smoking 101. Uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Okay. I had probably eight folks, eight, eight other peers in my class around me. And I had just the, the same amount of pipes. I brought probably four or five cobs, a Falcon pipe. I brought a Peterson and uh, a couple Morgan bones. I have raided them on the ground and I was like, all right, everyone pick your weapon. And everybody grabbed their, the pipe they wanted to smoke. I had a Burley. I had a Virginia. I had a 
English, I had an English crossover. We're thinking the aromatic-y kind of English blends and then a pure aromatic. And I had them all smell each blend and they get to pick which one they thought would taste the best. Some picked the Burley, some picked the Virginia awesome. Creek. You know, others picked, uh, mo- most picked the, the aromatic. Uh, one picked the crossover. And, and it was really cool to see the decision-making process because especially when it comes to new pipe smokers, most of the time they, they get that aromatic. But for someone to pick the Burley, or the Virginia was really, really mm, cool to me because yeah. uh, I was like, wow, I'm surprised you're, you know, just naturally not going for, you know, the sweet one. And for the folks who did go for the sweet one, I was like, yeah, this is a badass choice. Like this is yeah. like a great, what you should do. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's an introduction to pipe smoking. Like when you're thinking yeah. grandpa, you're thinking the, the good smelling tobaccos. So I packed them all the pipes. I didn't want to show them how to pack it. But once all the pipes were packed, I did teach them how to light it properly. And I kind of showed them a little bit of the Jeremy Reeves method, which is the you know, don't really touch the flame to the tobacco itself. You use that ambient heat to light the pipe. I saw them all doing it. We had a bunch of lighters out there. And we only had one tamper. And that one tamper was Adam's Burt's Bees chapstick stick. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bummer. I don't know how the hell I messed that one up. Uh, yeah, that was that was not cool. Right. And I, I tried telling them about being tough and using the thumb, but I just... You're like, I can't Ow. do it, so don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, man. And I got like eight or so folks to to get into. I mean, maybe not get into it, but enjoy the Try process. It, they yeah. enjoyed smoking pipes. And yeah, it was cool. I had a photo. One of my friends, uh, she took a photo of us as I'm teaching. I'm like in my boxers and like a tan t-shirt. You know, it's <laughs> night, you know, hot as hell down here in South Carolina. And I'm, I'm giving this little uh, class on how to smoke a pipe. And I'm you know, talking about the P-Lip, I'm talking about Peterson and their two-chamber system. I'm talking about Cobbs and, you know, Mearsham and, and all this other stuff. I'm giving them the ins and outs of tobacco. And dude, it was, it was amazing. It, it seems surreal. So, so good. It was because like, yeah, this, I would love to teach, you know, I yeah. always talk about how this podcast is geared towards entertainment and it will continue to be, but I'd love to get to the point where you know, we do have a definitive series that is information based and, mm. and I am able to teach to the degree that I want to. I, I, I put in bits and pieces. I am well learned on First, the topic, yeah. but I might not be a good teacher. That's a completely different side of right, the, the right. game. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it felt really cool to like I knew everything. They asked the question. I knew the answers. And it, was just, it was cool to, to see that kind of unfold, uh, you know, b- before my eyes. Heck yeah, man. This is actually something I'm hearing for the first time. A lot of the stuff we talk about, we just, again, we talk so much. I know everything. I didn't know that. So that's yeah. that's a really cool, yeah, I wanted really to cool uh, little little smoking and joking surprise for me. And uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate that. That's That's something that I would also love to do. Like I love talking to people about pipes. And, you know, I was talking to my buddy. I think I mentioned I went, uh, one of my friends a couple of weeks ago, grabbed a beer and it's like, I was talking to him and he's like, dude, you kind of found your passion, man. Like you found what you want to do. And it was really cool to hear that from someone else. You know what I mean? Like, cause you can, you can be in it. Like you can be in this, we can be doing this podcast for, you know, a year and a half. You can be giving lessons to people and it's like, oh, I just really enjoy this. But when someone else is like, oh wow, this is like your passion. It's a dude hits differently. That friend that I was talking about who was gassing me up, he said those exact words. He's like, man, you are in this. This is your passion. And he like, in a a sad way, got a little down on himself. He's like, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have. Yeah. He's like, what's, what's my passion? He's like, yeah, I like going to the gym, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not passionate about it. Like you're passionate about pipes. And, 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 And that alone was enough for him to 
take a listen to at least one of the podcasts. Right. You know what I mean? Like he right. he texted me on a long drive. He was going on away for the four day weekend and he was talking about our, our pipe dreams. And he was talking about how the second one where the gentleman finds his, uh, no, not really a spoiler, but make sure you go listen to that last episode, episode uh, 7-1. And in the second dream, it's, it's again, this 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 guy who just gets his house and it's very similar to to me, you know, in my situation right now. He, but he gets like kind of a rundown house and he, he he's using that American dream to, to rebuild it. And, you know, he saved up all his money and this was going to be his thing. He's going to make it right. And as he was listening to this tale, he texted me and he's like, man, this has me fired up. And he's, he starts fired he was up. like, I feel like I'm listening to a country song, you know, what? you know, it's just, yeah, he was like, That's this is hilarious. awesome. You know what I mean? This is the American dream and I'm about it. And uh, yeah, man. So so kind of off that line, though, like you were mentioning, the true passion that we have for this is is mm. seen. And it, and it made me feel good, too, when he said that. You know, and I was like, dude, you know, you know just give it a couple of listens. Maybe, maybe one day this will be, yeah. you know, a, a, and I mean, maybe not your main passion, but a passion. And and I'd like yeah. to think that I mean, not just us, you know, the country squires and, and and Brian Levine and his show, we have definitely increased that passion, a passion meter. And hmm. some of the folks listening, you know, like you guys listening, some of you guys have told me, you know, I was kind of into pipe smoking or I got out of pipe smoking, but it was your show that kind of relit that fire you know, within hey. my heart. And, and now I'm back in baby. So yeah, man, dude, fashion's cool, man. Fashion's cool. Yeah, man. This has been a long, long intro and, and dude, I love it, but thank you all. Thank you all listening for, for your support of the get pipe podcast. We truly appreciate it. Give us a rating, give us a review on Apple podcasts on, on Spotify. We appreciate that. And if you'd like to support the show financially, you can visit www.getpipe.co dot co to check out the buy around club and our small small little merch store with some cool stuff uh, with some of the best designs and pipe smoking and more to come eventually as well but we've got a great show planned this week with another edition of pipelines the series that shouldn't have been but is and following our primary topic we'll get into yet another this or that clothing edition Ooh, interesting and then move into a brand new segment titled Flu Cured Forum Follies. And that's a mouthful. Hell yes. Dude, I am immense brain man today. Like, <laughs> we're also, I've been talking about it over the past few weeks, man. Yeah. How we're kind of changing the show in a more, more coherent way. Just mm. so, so it's more coherent and more cohesive. Yeah. And one small change that isn't really a change at all is uh, we were texting. I was texting producer guy and, uh, you know, uh, I was telling him I'm, I'm getting the show notes ready. And first thing I did was, we're getting rid of the just chatting. Just chatting. And he was like, dang. You're obviously thinking I was joking, but I was kind of serious. And yeah. we're we're I'm now reframing this this little intro segment instead of calling it just chatting. Because what that does is it almost in my mind, it implies not pipes. And I've always tried to keep mm. it relating to pipes. So if okay. I didn't if I had some random story, you know, sometimes it's good to to get a little bit of, you know, what's what's going on with Adam and Nick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and we want to keep that. You know, more cons- if you listen to the first few, the first probably 20 episodes, yeah. there's probably a lot more than there should be. Yeah, that was just chatting. And I don't think just chatting necessarily fits. We have since consolidated that portion, but I still felt like the name didn't fit. So now we're going to I'm, I'm trying to reframe it as like a instead of just chatting, it's now we're smoking and joking and, and smoking and joking is like a, a, a phrase that goes near and dear to my heart. That is like the ultimate your 
you're fucked up right now in the army. Like, what are you guys doing? Just smoking and joking, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you should be doing this, this or that. But this is a great opportunity to just kind of smoke and joke, man. So whether we're, you know, actually enjoying our pipes or just talking about pipes and tobacco or maybe a little bit of joking and we're telling, it might not necessarily be a joke, but, you know, some serious things or whatever's going on with with producer guy and and get piped or whatever. But yeah, so smoking and joking, just chatting's gone. We're going to keep it there. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much to producer guy for the producer guy things now before we move into our primary topic i want to remind you to take a deep breath savor this moment kindle your flame and pipe as you please got a pipelines today. This is our series where Get Piped as a collective unit, Get Piped himself and producer guy, myself, we dive into the realm of poetry. And we never thought that this was going to happen. You go back to listen to the first pipelines. I think I remember us saying, we will probably only do this once. And it turned out that at that time, it was like one of our most popular episodes, and it's been surpassed by far at this point. But it's it's just a way for us to give two poems to the community. One is a very lighthearted uh, poem. This can be one that is a, a poem that already exists, and we maybe change it. This can be one that is just, yeah, lighthearted in its nature, fun, so to speak. Uh, but the other one is more serious. Um, it doesn't have to be serious, serious. But it's one that that we we make and it's it's about something in our lives or something in the world that relates to pipe smoking. You know, we we discuss these, we discuss each, we talk about the lighthearted one and where kind of the origins of that are, and we discuss the more serious one as well. But this week's pipelines marks the fifth overall installment of this listener favorite. It truly is. And you'll find our most recent pipelines from the Get Pipe Bookshelf at episodes 055 and 044. And in the past, we've covered a number, number of topics, with some notably being a Country Squire radio tribute poem by Adam and poems on meetings and merriment. And then, of course, the famous or arguably infamous personification of a pipe by producer guy, Pipey and Me, found in 044. And man, that was a great, that was a great poem. I love that one. But as Get Piped has been progressing this year, we have been trying to create a vision for each of these series. You know, Adam, Adam will lay out the vision and, and the evolution of this just for the listeners, especially the new folks who are tuning in. With our approach of taking the two poems, one is just like one for fun, right? We had talked about that. Hopefully you get a laugh, maybe not. Uh, but then the second one forces us to kind of learn something when it comes to poetry. So I've always thought that writing goes very well with pipe smoking. Just the idea of thought and being contemplative with your pipe, it just yields a good experience for for writing. And maybe that's after or during, you know, it might not necessarily be the exact moment you're smoking a pipe, but I found that my writing, I, I feel more energized to write because I'm a pipe smoker. And that sounds so, that like a lot of folks might cringe to hear that because I mean, I am a little bit myself, but I think it's true. You know, I, I think I've enjoyed writing these series and, and all of the freehand fables and, and short stories and smoke lores and everything that's gone into the Get Pipe podcast. 
I would argue is really a byproduct of sitting there with a pipe. Sometimes these ideas come while I'm smoking a pipe. Sometimes they're just products of all of these opportunities to sit down and relax. And I've always thought poetry was one that's something that I didn't really understand. And I to a degree really don't either. So maybe I'm all the poets out there are probably mad that we're, <laughs> you know, throwing our hand in here to write poems. But what this series really did was it allowed me to, it really forced me, forced my hand to learn, forced my hand to learn the different, you know, what's a stanza, what's what, how many syllables, what kind of format, what types of poems are there? There's, there's many different types. Rhyming and schemes. Rhyming, exactly. And pipelines allows us to learn as, you know, just folks who are trying to get better in this world and understand pop culture and old culture. <laughs> but you know, now I can look at a poem and be like, oh yeah, I kind of recognize the form of this. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Maybe that's not the the end result. But, but like I said, I think poetry just goes well with pipe smoking. And of course, these poems will directly be related to something in pipe smoking, which is always great. Yeah. I mean, for this one, for example, I'm, I found a new poem. It's called uh, Atanka, T-A-N-K-A, which is a short poem or a short song. Uh, it's a Japanese type poem. And I sat there trying to learn how to First, I had to learn the format, understand it, and then try to make my, like, it's, it's such a great brain exercise to, to force your, yourself to make what you want to tell be translated through that poem, you know, fit that rhyme scheme, fit that syllable scheme, fit the mm. line scheme. It's really interesting. So, yeah, sometimes they're free, free form. I, I don't know what the, yeah. but yeah, man, so this one's not going to change too much from the previous ones, but I feel like. They're always fun, man. And they, they always do well. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. We have one bonus one that I'd like to go over as well. Uh, we'll, we'll do that one at the very end. So you're really getting five poems today. But we'll uh, tag that one on at the end. The last thing I do want to say is these are our own poems. So while in that lighthearted version, we might adopt another poem, that's the only time we're taking from some other type of content for, for the most part, right? Uh, but what, what I'm trying to say is we're not chat GPTing this. We're not stealing some kind of AI's website interface to produce these poems. And it's a belief of the Get Pipe podcast is to learn and grow. And for you, the listener, maybe that's trying new tobacco blends, learning the ins and outs of different tobacco cuts, understanding the nuance and differences in pipe shaping theory. And, you know, producer guy and I, we practice what we preach. We also are trying to learn those things specifically, but we're also applying it to our content or we're applying it to the Get Pipe podcast. So when it comes to our poems, we're really hitting the grindstone here or really the pen to the paper and we're, we're scratching stuff out and we're trying to make a quality poem for you that is dedicated to pipe smoking. Yeah, man, let's let's jump into this one. Let's let's go with the, these lighthearted ones. I like how we're kind of framing that. Love it. All right. I will say what mine is based off of first, and then I'll read it, the one that I did, and then I'll go into the original. So this one is Sonnet 18 by William Shakespeare. Here we go. Shall I compare thee to a summer's pipe? Thou art more smoky, yet thy glow serene. Where fragrant leaves in briar chamber ripe, ignite the senses with their golden sheen. Rough winds may blow. But here we find repose, as embers dance and tendrils softly rise. A puff of leisure, sweet and warm it flows, the essence of summer before our eyes. Sometimes the smoke, 
like the hazy summer's glare, envelops all, a veil of scented haze, yet from its depths, flavor rich and rare, unfurls entwining in tobacco's maze. So long as pipes are packed and flames ignite, this fusion of summer and smoke takes flight. End. But yeah, so this this is a well-known uh, poem about summer. Uh, it does not explicitly mention summer in the um, in the title by William Shakespeare, but it's often referred to as Shakespeare's summer sonnet due to its theme and imagery. So here's the original one. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometime declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Damn, mm. he really be talking like Shakespeare. It was hard to kind of Shakespeare is hard, man. Like wicked, it's wicked hard. And I remember in uh, high school trying to learn about Shakespeare, very difficult. I remember learning about it in college. I took a creative writing course in college, very difficult, and. This was one that I picked because of summer, right? This episode will be going live on the first day of June. And it's not the first day of summer. I know that. But what's cool is June to me, especially in Virginia and I know in, in South Carolina and soon to be North Carolina, it's like today was kind of like summer. They say up. Memorial Day weekend is the start of summer. Yeah. And, I, and while it's kind of a, a grim weekend to start summer but it's it's the truth folks get a three-day weekend you know army folks get a four-day go enjoy that time and it's like wow the weather's nice this is summer and then you're right we're going right into june and yeah you know that is june just is a hot month wherever you are it is man that's summer man <laughs> it really is and i cannot help but think summer and winter like the, the depths of summer and the depths of winter are not often the best time for pipe smoking one because it's too hot out but this time, like right before it gets really, really hot, is is perfect to me. And coming off a camping trip, all I can think about is summer and piping and just smelling this aroma. Like when I was smoking the um, the Saint Espresso, producer wife was like, "That smells amazing," and I was like, "It tastes great." It was very light. I didn't get a super smoky kind of tobacco taste. I didn't really have to dry it too much, like we kind of talked about. And uh, Dude, it just reminds me of summer, man. And I want summer. And I love summer. I love the heat more than I love the cold. And this poem uh, was was perfect for that. You know, it, like I kind of mentioned, it wasn't specifically about summer. Um, it was more so, you know, the, the, one of the description is, is it's a timeless tribute to the beauty of a beloved person contrasting their everlasting loveliness with the transient nature of a summer's day. And I think that sort of feeling goes into into pipe smoking, right? Like this this passion that we were talking about that we have, it's epitomized in these feelings of summer, of the greenery that surrounds us, the life uh, that is there. And yeah, man, it was, uh, I loved it. I, I, I loved 
writing this one and just just kind of having fun fun with it so Damn. dude summer summer's cool man and and or maybe it's not cool but <laughs> no uh, <laughs> i agree man it's difficult to smoke a pipe for me in the summer the the best summer smokes come from camping or maybe yeah. maybe it's it's cool at night and you're having a fire those are the best times for me to smoke a pipe but you're right like now if we're in this little transitionary phase where things are you know, warming up, you can still go outside, you can still go for maybe like a lunch or something. But I think there's some value in finding time to smoke your pipe in in the summer. And summer is great, man. It's like a new beginning. I know they say spring is like that beginning where things are growing again, but the summer is where energy really culminates. You know, you have like this long, you know, even though June 21st is the longest day of the year being that summer solstice. And after that, the sun starts to set a little bit earlier and earlier. You really get until, let's be honest, mid-September, you just have this time to to get out there, enjoy family, enjoy friends, and and hopefully work. Uh, as as I know, it can be difficult when the sun's shining out there, and you want to get outside to the pool or whatever, whatever you enjoy doing. Yeah, man, dude, summer's great, man. I, I'm a June kid. I was born on June 20th, and uh, that's coming up soon, just before the solstice, as you had mentioned. And yeah, man, it's it's great. I love that this is airing June 1st. You know, this is summer's now, baby. Yeah, man. So I got summer on my mind. And uh, my my deep one's got got a little aspects of summer in it as well. But uh, let's hear let's hear your lighthearted one. For my lighthearted poem, I started off with googling funny poem, and then mm. I didn't look too far before I found one. And for, I was reading through a couple, and then I found this one, and I was like, man, I know exactly where this is going to go because oh, okay. uh, this is something that this is something that affects me to my core. It it shakes me to my bone. Shakes, uh, yeah. So so we're gonna go over it, okay? I've searched near, I've searched far. I even stuck my hands into the depths of the seat in my car. I've lost my lighter, and it's a fright. For I need it now, so I can relight. Aloud, I swear, for I just had it. This is whack. Did I leave it in my custom-made dark-fired leather get-pipe-pipe fanny pack? (laughs) Is it in the cup holder? Fallen by my feet? Oh, there it is down in the depths of my seat <laughs> dude i lose my I lighter when that. i'm dude i am shaking right now you guys know it i'm a commuter pipe guy and there's nothing worse than either you'll you'll pull out your lighter you flick it maybe it's a big flick 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 and it, it's dead okay you got to look for something else you find your zippo lighter flick 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 no lighter fluid inside the thing search a little bit more you finally find your lighter and you might light it and you're smoking and then it goes out, right? And then it's like, okay, now now it's time to relight it. And you go go to grab your lighter and it's just gone. And it's like, where did this thing go? I'm checking under my my bottom. I'm checking by my feet. I'm checking in my cup holder and the side of my seat. I'm, I'm looking everywhere. I'm shoving my hand into the depths between that, like that horrible area between the, the console and the seat. And I'm oh, driving, yeah. man. And I'm like straining. I'm, I'm, I'm a slightly bigger Ick. human. I'm a little bit thicker, thicker yeah. and my, my hand is like, it's enduring such a great pain as I stretch so far to try to reach where I think the lighter might be and I get nothing. And then really mad because I want to smoke my pipe. I want to enjoy this for, I only have 30 minutes to work and you know, every minute is a, a fleeting minute that I could be enjoying a pipe. And then in the end, yeah, there it was, it was somewhere in that crevice under the seat, just out of reach of the tippy tip of my fingertips and yeah man i i 
gosh, that this happens to me so often. It, it, you could apply it to a tamper. You could apply it to anything. Anything, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, man. This this one is this one hit a little bit too hard to me, but Dang. it, it w- this was the most fitting poem I think I could ever write. That said, it's inspired by one that I'd found, as I had mentioned, and I'll read that one real quick. I've hunted near, I've hunted far, I've even looked inside my car, I've lost my glasses, I'm in need to have them now so I can read. I loudly swear and I curse, did I leave them in my purse? Are they behind the sofa under the bed? Oh, there they are on my head. So while maybe not as, you know, it's not like, oh, it was in my hand the whole time. Uh, dude, it was just in this deep crevice, the depths of my seat that I already searched, but man, dude, it's, it's horrible. I actually, my, my Volkswagen, the car I had before the, the one I have now, I found like this Amazon thing. It's like a seatbelt buckle cover thing. You, you, you put the seatbelt buckle, mm-hmm. the receiver end through this little blocking oh. thing. Uh, and it has like this little, it's, it's a, basically like a cushion that blocks that area from, you know, yeah. things falling into that indefinite hole. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, Dang, this happened to me today. Like as I'm, I'm like <laughs> no. I tell, like I'm telling you, this happened to me today. It's gonna happen tomorrow, and yeah, whatever. <laughs> the next day, the next day. All right, man. I love it. I love it. All right, let's uh, let's get into my deep one. And I actually have a I have a title for this one. This is called the flame. It was the summer after freshman year when my life changed forever. I was just a boy before, but now a man stood in my stead. There was a small town girl who took my breath away, so much so that I knew that I couldn't stay. She had hair like the amber waves of grain set upon the land, and her skin, though freckled, was fair as the princesses of old. The blue in her eyes shone bright like the sea, and her gaze piercing when it fixed upon me. Like the flame from a match, we burned hotter than the sun, a romance like no other on that cloudless summer night. The stars, numberless, flickered in the sky. Her hand in mine gives a new feeling of high. The moon setting over the mountains so bright, lighting up the whole landscape, nothing can hide. As we sit there, so in love, just not knowing it yet. Rather, knowing this will be a night we will never forget. Now, as I sit looking back at that summer, puffing on this leaf, I cannot help but wonder. What if our flame had gone out that summer night? I know for certain this life would not be right. Damn, dude, that was beautiful. Now explain it to me. Yeah, so as of this episode going live, um, it is producer wife's and I's uh, fourth wedding anniversary. So, Oh, dude. Yeah. That's that's, right, yeah. So this story is kind of a a play on our first sort of date. Um, So... Back at school, it was more so producer wife was rejecting me. I think she rejected me three times overall. And it was one of those things where our our freshman year, she had a little crush on me, but I didn't have that same feeling. And then sophomore year, the role is reversed. Um, but eventually she came, she came too. But it was the night of actually our first kiss. Um, so not to get all sappy and everything, but it was at this beautiful little like farm retreat out kind of in the woods. Um, and we'd kind of walked off and there was these, the Blue Ridge mountains for those of you in Virginia and kind of Appalachia, you know, Blue Ridge mountains are just absolutely beautiful. And we were in the Blacksburg area of Virginia because we went to Virginia tech and 
the moon was like, it was a full moon, not a cloud in the sky. All this stuff that I was describing was describing the situation. And uh, so we're sitting out there seeing these beautiful mountains and everything. And uh, we kind of wa- are walking back and there was this opening of trees and it was like this perfect opening into the sky. And if I remember correctly, there were like string lights around. So it was kind of lit up and it was, so it was like, it was legitimately kind of out yeah, of nice. a movie scene. Um, but yeah, man. So this kind of, this kind of goes into that. And, you know, as I was, um, you know, thinking about our anniversary coming up, this, all this stuff came to mind. It's, it's definitely a, a memory that I will, I will never forget in terms of, um, just like our relationship. And I, was again kind of going with that summer summer theme um it was you know it was august i think when this happened in real life and uh you know relating it to to pipe smoking like this flame uh sort of motif and you know as as i look back now where i am in life as as a as a pipe collector and a pipe smoker this sort of contemplative aspects of it you know i i I just i just think how my life would not be the same um, if, if all this stuff didn't happen. So yeah, it was, it was just, I was feeling, feeling a little sappy today. Hope that people can appreciate that. And, you know, you can attribute this to any, any person you love, whether it's a friend, a, a family member, you know, your, your significant other, um, you know, definitely, definitely today, tell them, tell them you appreciate them. And, uh, yeah. So. Oh yeah, man, dude, I appreciate you, you doing that. Not only the real reason actually is because I know she will, not ever listen to this. Oh, so I did read it to her already. So I can I couldn't I couldn't not write this because I told her I was writing a poem and it was kind of sappy. So I did read it to her. Um, okay, so, so I take f- back what I said. Um, <laughs> now I'll go. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you you wrote a poem for your pipe smoking podcast that she doesn't listen to, which I know. You know that that's cool. No, no, that's that's a good thing, man. That, okay. That's like a good thing. That's what I'm saying is sometimes I'll say nice things about get wifed on here. <laughs> yeah. And you know, every now and then she, like the other day she listened to one episode for one particular reason, which I don't know. And I didn't remember saying anything nice. And you know, she's like, Oh wow. You said nice things. I'm like, Oh cool. You know, marriage is badass. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's, that's my, that's my deep. That was my sappy one. You know, you don't have to deal with uh, my sap anymore. Yeah, love, love my wife, love my family, love my friends, and uh, yeah, let's let's hear your deep one. I think uh, hopefully, maybe not hopefully, but maybe it's a little different than mine. Maybe not as sappy. Yeah, mine mine's actually will kind of will bring us back to a more neutral point. Okay. This has little to do with me or any kind of inspiration. What I wanted to do was I, I actually want to do one on lunting, and I kind of have some elements of that in this poem. But as we were looking through the bookshelf, I found that we had, I think one of the first pipelines was a a poem about lunting. And I don't quite remember, but go back, let me know if I'm right or wrong. But instead of having to apply this to something I did or something I saw, I'll just make a good poem, hopefully, you know, on pipe <laughs> smoking, something that really captures the idea of smoking a pipe and and this is more of a neutral one i think it came out really well so as i had mentioned we we were talking about a tonka t-n-k-a i might be pronouncing that wrong i think that's a japanese word for short song uh but essentially what this is it's it's a short poem that originated in japan in the 13th century uh, they are five lines long and they often convey some deep feelings about nature love or desire this worked out well because i wrote this 
and it was about nature. It had nature in it. That was one of the, the focuses here. And then I learned that part that it was about nature. So it, it ends up working out for me in the end. But so as for that structure, it's it's a five line poem, or at least it's broken up into five lines. I wrote five lines initially, and then I was like, wow, this is way too short. So I don't know if this is right, but I just continued to write uh, in that same five line structure. So so with the five lines, it goes five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, seven syllables, seven syllables. So, you know, haikus does the five, seven, five. This mm-hmm. just adds two more lines, those yeah. being seven and seven. So this is a long one. Uh, it's not rhymy at all. I think they can be, and that's the cool thing about poetry, whatever you want. Whatever you say goes, but w- at least with this pipelines, and I, I, I somewhat alluded to in you know my introduction of this series, I try to learn, right? So I want to do it as best I could. So fact check me here. There could be some lines in this poem that aren't the proper syllables, but I'm pretty sure... I got it right. I'm just gonna uh, scream if <laughs> if I eight bitch. eight syllables. <laughs> I'll be counting on the screen so you can see. So this is a titleless poem. If you come up with a good idea, I will pick the best one and I will give you a thumbs up. Through <laughs> that was lame. I'll send you a sticker. <laughs> okay, and by he will send you a sticker. I Producer will. Send guy will send you a sticker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All right, on to the poem. A walk through the streets, a pipe's ember casts its glow. Blunting, I embark. In rhythmic stride, I am one. With thoughts that softly spark. A puff, a step, a pause. Inhaling nature's aura. World's whispers unfold. Blunting, my muse awakens. Perception takes its stronghold. Beneath the open sky, leaves rustle in the gentle breeze, whispering secrets, a symphony of life's tales, unveiled as I wander free. Footsteps on cobblestones, echoes of a mindful stroll, breathing life's essence, blunting, I'm in harmony with the world's subtle presence. Through bustling cityscapes, faces etched with countless tales, Each one has a song. In Lunting's reflective haze, human stories sing along. Birds on soaring wings paint the sky with their freedom, their flight, a lesson. Lunting, I embrace their grace, seeking wisdom in their kingdom. Lunting, a ritual, connecting me to the earth and all that it holds. A pipe becomes my conduit to ponder, feel, and behold. In Lunting's gentle dance, I find solace, peace of mind, as I stroll along, observing, learning, and growing. In this symphony, I belong. So let us wander, pipe in hand, heart open wide, in Lunting's embrace. Okay, so that was long, kind of wordy, Made a little sense, made not a lot of sense. Dude, I was thinking about, I I really like this idea of lunting and it, I guess that ended up being the main theme for this, right? But, but really was when I was writing, I'm thinking, what is lunting? If you guys don't know what that is, I've mentioned it several times. You're like, what the hell is that? Lunting is a pipe smoking term that we've coined and it means generally to smoke a pipe while walking. 
But for me, for most folks, it's so much more than that. While it is absolutely a verb to explain that, what to me a real lunt is, is taking in the atmosphere, taking in the surroundings. So I would, if I'm just walking in the mailbox, smoking my pipe, I wouldn't consider that a lunt. You know, my mailbox is like half a mile away. <laughs> it's a long walk. Uh, but, but I wouldn't consider that a lunt, though by definition that we've coined, it would be. To me, lunting is to observe. It's to understand. It's to listen. It's to hear you know, the, the world around you. Maybe that's the city. You know, maybe some folks might not enjoy that, that city life sound, but when you look at it through a lens of just perceiving, you're just perceiving what's going on, I think it might introduce a little bit more than you would otherwise collect if you were just walking down, listening to ambient noise. But for me, whenever I'm lunting, if I'm, I'm going on a deliberate lunt, maybe typically for me, it's in the woods, but, you know, I, I kind of wanted to shape, shape it towards like a city street. Because I was thinking like walking down Boston, I would love to walk Boston Harbor, maybe at dusk when it's a little bit quieter, still appreciate all those sounds like we're, we're, you're still going to get the waves, you're still going to get birds, you're going to get boats and bells and cars and beeping and sirens. And I feel like there's like an awakening, just just it might not be great, but small, but some small awakening in just your perception of reality, man. And and that's kind of where I was going with this poem. I wanted to implement ways of getting that life's aura, getting those whispering secrets, you know, a symphony of life's tales. I wanted that to be conveyed through smoking your pipe while walking. And in doing so, you're collecting a story. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for the city. Maybe it's for something altogether separate. But a story is told as you perceive through this lunt. Albeit a little wordy, it was difficult to force this one into the that five seven five seven seven. But I, I'm I'm very proud of this one. This was this was cool. Damn it was man. cool to force me to get this on thesaurus.com, trying to find a way to convey what I'm trying to say. Um, but but I think I nailed this one, and and it energizes me right now to go lunt in the woods. Maybe it's a maybe it's just a local trail, a state park yeah. or something, or maybe it's a a mountain alone. That's something I need to is to me, I think lunting is still very difficult. The act of walking and smoking, but just getting maybe it's even just walking somewhere and then sitting down to then smoke like mm -hmm. away. Yeah, I, I would I would agree that that's to a degree part of it. Yeah, it's the equivalent, the same feeling of moving while smoking or moving to then smoke. And that I think that's what don't we're not changing definitions here of what a lunt is but like that can be one tier of mm -hmm. maybe what lunting as a whole is 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 walking hiking going somewhere to then smoke your pipe i appreciated that more this weekend as well it's perfect that you know we kind of went camping and it's like i woke up that saturday morning and had that had that coffee had that pipe and it was Hell just yeah. perfect couldn't have asked for for anything better, man. And and that that poem embraces all the aspects of that like solace, peace of mind. This just wanting to embrace the pipe. All these all these kind of cliche things we often talk about, but I think there's clichés and stereotypes for a reason many times because it's like those things happen. Like mm -hmm. they yeah. exist. So with this too I was I'm thinking a slow walk, specifically yeah. a very slow walk. You know, it's 
with the lunt, you're not trying to go somewhere. So mm, in my example true. of going to the mailbox, I would argue that in my maybe elitist definition of what lunting should mean, if, if your end goal is just to go get the mail, maybe that's not a lunt. Maybe lunting is more of a philosophical experience. Okay. You know, and it might not be for you, you know, but it might be for me and it might be for other listeners, right? Um, and, and like you said there, I kind of like how you mentioned it. There's maybe several tiers of this word, which, which I think is cool. Some, some folks really don't like this idea of, of having a word that explains walking while smoking a pipe. Like they, they specifically people hate the word lunting yeah. and that this is something you'll see on like the forums and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's cool, man. I, I'm all about it. And if it gets, if it gets folks moving and of course in, in my poem, which I'm trying to convey is just this idea of connecting you to the earth and you know, the sounds around you, the birds flying, the water crashing. It's, I don't know, man, it's, it's, if you go out there with the deliberate intent to observe, to perceive, I don't know. I think that might, I think that might do wonders for a, it's almost like reading a poem, right? Yeah. You could, you could read a book and you'll get something out of it, but there's something that happens when you read and study poetry. You get more of a, I don't want to use the same phrase of awakening, but there's like some kind of magical essence that comes through poetry. And it yeah. does, it's not going to hit everybody, right? Some people hate poems and they'd rather read a nonfiction book. Right. Uh, and some people would rather smoke their pipe to the mailbox and get their damn mail and come back. Uh, but other folks would like to walk on these cobblestone streets and smoke their pipe and listen to the birds flying above and everything that goes along with that, that experience. Yeah. No, I, this that. is where I'm going and I have fun with this one. Yeah. But, uh, there's a bonus one. I'm very interested in this one. This was perfect timing, and he does not know we're going to do this, but I'm giving a huge <laughs> shout out to uh, Smoke Baca right now, and, and the, the stars are aligning right here. So our good friend Don, he's he's a very, very active member of the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, and we have our own rote category, and essentially what that is is it allows you to write and it allows listeners to write their own you know, haikus, pipe poems, Hype short stories, whatever they want that coincides with the, the content we produce, that they want to take their hand at it. Maybe not for us to read on the show, like it's not a submission, but just a space for them to share their writing. That's what that channel is in our Discord for. And Smoke Vodka took took full control of this one and uh, wanted us to send a little poem. And this one is a tribute to Memorial Day. So he he prefaces that I respect and honor those who fought and died defending the American way of life. Sadly, not everyone does. So to help put things into perspective, for those that don't, a haiku. And I love the haiku. It's very short. Uh, but before we get into it, I will add that while we're recording, he also posted it on his Instagram, tagged me in it, and, and mentioned how he first wrote it for the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. And I was like, man, this, again, those stars aligning. Like he's going to hear it again when he's listening back to this episode as it goes live. So thank you so much, Don. I'm going to read your poem for all to hear. And I will not censor it, but I will let you know that he is a gentleman. And he did censor uh, one of the words at the very end. It's not vulgar. It's a beautiful poem. Let us read it. Freedom isn't free. Some paid with their lives for your sorry little ass. Smoke Baca. Yes. Dude. <laughs> very, very. Uh, yes. <laughs> not a lot to, to break down on this one. Uh, he, he concludes with enjoy your Memorial Day. Uh, I think this is important. I've very clearly said in my in the last podcast, the last episode, our, our anecdotal that folks serve in the military for people to be free, right? So what you do is up to you, and and that's really the intent. But it is important to to take a moment and and think. There, there's actually a dedicated bylaw 
moment of silence that's supposed to occur at 3 p.m. on Monday. A lot of folks don't know that. I don't know. It, it might just be military law, uh, but but there's a literal, it doesn't say a specified time, but it's at 3 p.m. there will be a moment of silence. And sometimes that's all you need, right? Yeah. You know, just to know where we are today, how we got here, and, and really that is for the folks who served and the folks who who sacrificed something that we cannot pay back. I was watching this video today of, of, of General Patton talking about how the, the sacrifice of a soldier or an airman or a SEAL or a Marine, what have you, a Coast Guardsman, we can't ever repay that, right? That, there, that is physically impossible for us to repay it. So the only thing we can do, which isn't sufficient, but it's the only thing we can, is to remember. That kind of hit, that kind of hit hard as, as, as a service mm. member myself. And this, this day, I've actually not posted at all on Instagram uh, today, because this is this is not about me serving. I'm not saying don't recognize right. the folks who are currently serving, but I wanted to. I actually wanted to post a photo of me smoking in the field, talking about Memorial Day, and I was like, no, this this is not right. This would be perceived as. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't think the folks viewing it would say, "Oh, this is Adam trying to make it about him," but instead, I just wanted to completely separate myself. I am a active duty service member. I have not deployed. I have not gone to war. Uh, and and even for the folks who have and, and have come back, this this day is, you know, we still pay respects to those folks, but we have a Veterans Day. This day is specifically dedicated to the folks who who paid that ultimate sacrifice, who, who've been killed in combat or in some form of servitude for our nation. Right. And and that that can extend to to many facets of of, ser- of servitude. But to sit back and and take that moment and and respect that, respect those sacrifices and the last piece, I know Memorial Day's pass and, and, you know, we are recording on the day of, so I do want to hit this one once and then we'll, we'll put it behind us. Not everyone supports the military. And really, that is fine. That is almost the whole point of the United States. The, the idea that you don't have to support what you don't want to support. That said, whether we were sent to a war, a just war or an unjust war, the folks who raise their hand to serve are serving a, an idea the constitution right the idea that american people are free people can come here be free and do what they want they don't have to there's an amendment that says i can't come to your house and take it you know there's no quartering of truth right you know like this is a good thing but no it is it is that hell yeah like it is you know so so that is the whole idea so these folks who do go and serve in in, and maybe they died in in iraq when there were no wmds right but those folks who served were were serving for the right reason, right? And and I and I want to kind of echo that. And and I think Smoke Baca says it very clearly. So again, that was his was geared towards the folks who, you know, are Don't. on the side of not supporting and not caring. Yeah. But you know, and I think that's good. I think it's because he has that freedom too, and that's the best part about it. So this will conclude our somewhat lengthy pipe dreams. I, I really appreciated that bonus one producer guy. Two great poems. You, I think you get the the star here, the golden star. Here. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's I think I might get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. But yeah, man, this was fun. Pipelines is always a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let's hear your feedback. Feel free to jump into the the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club if you guys have a title for for my my pipe poem. Again, producer guy will send you a sticker or something cool. And yeah, thanks guys so much for listening. Let's get into some segments here real soon.
segments. Segments. Let's go. We got two this week. As always, we got a little bit of this or that and a little bit of a new one. Flu Cured Forum Follies. But before we get into that, this or that, let's hit it. This is our segment where Adam and I choose this or that. We give we get two options from the community. In this case, we want to say thank you to our good friend Samaritan from the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club for the submissions this week. And they add these can be under any circumstance you want, from casual everyday wear to formal situations. And I forgot to mention these are all clothing based. So this is this is the clothing edition. We've never done a clothing edition. We've done food, pipes, miscellaneous. I think we've done gaming, um, but but we're but we're hitting some clothes today. So thank you, Samaritan, for these submissions. So let's let's get right into them. First one: boots or shoes? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with boots. I don't wear boots often, mm. but dude, like a good, good leather boot. boot, like a work boot, a formal boot, a dress boot. Dude, boots are cool. Boots are really cool. Hiking boot. Like I love, I love a good leather boot, man, but Uh I have a trillion shoes. So by a trillion, I mean like four pairs. Yeah. I'm going to go shoes. I'm going to go shoes on this one. I'm big, uh, I'm big, like slip on, not even if they're slip on like actual slip ons. I just like to kind of just put them on and go. And when I do boots, I lace them up. They're good, but. Oh, oh, I hate putting boots on and I hate taking boots off. So the way I'm looking at this is in terms of style, not yeah. in terms of what would I rather. I guess I would rather put on a nice pair of boots. Yeah. I'd rather have a nice pair of boots on than a pair of shoes. How about that? <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> and I'm that still, will guide my, my, my remaining answers. Yeah, I'm still going to go with shoes. I'm, uh, I'm in this like weird CrossFit shoe thing where I'm trying to try every brand and see which one's my favorite. I haven't gotten any new ones lately, but I've done Reebok, Nike, Noble, um, have you done rad i haven't done rad there's a there's a brand called tyr which is actually like a swimwear brand um rad is on, actually on the next is the next one i heard they're they're really good and the, they're made in america pretty sure like mm-hmm. they're they're manufactured in washington or oregon or something like that yep. but um yeah so they're on there there's there's a couple more brands i just i want to like pokemon kind of try them all and uh and see which one's my favorite and then i'm kind of like that with skate shoes that. yeah yeah, I had a the the New Balance ones are sick. I really like those. I have a pair called uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I, I don't like them. So I need a new pair. But all right, next one: belt or suspenders? This is another one where I I feel like I have to say belt because I wear a belt every single day. If if I'm if there's a belt loop, dude, SOP standard yeah. operating procedure. You need to have a belt in that those pants. But suspenders are cool, man. Suspenders are wicked cool. You know what's yeah. even cooler than suspenders? In belt and like, suspenders. No. <laughs> uh, folks who use suspenders that aren't just for dress clothes, you, you generally have to wear nicer clothes to wear suspenders. But um, I think I'm going to go belt only because, because suspenders are so cool. A lot of folks are doing them now. And that kind of takes away from the uniqueness. Uh, so you got to use suspenders very, very, very sparingly. So I'll, I'll go belt. That's that's both formal and, and yeah. non-formal. I'm going to go belt. I think suspenders are cool, but I just, I don't know, I just like a belt better. I like how, how belt feels. It sits right on my hips, and yeah, I'm good to go. All right, next one. Hat or no hat? 
is a great one. I want to be a hat guy. That's tough. I have a ton of flat caps that I love wearing in the winter, uh, especially going to the pub. That's like a, a easy one. I'm starting to get into kind of baseball cap stuff, but I don't know. Dude, when you take off your hat, I have the worst hat hair because I'm a big hair guy, so I have a lot of it. <laughs> if I do no hat, I'm going to put some product, a little, little pomade or something in my hair. If not, I'm going to go hat. So I'm kind of saying both, but let's go no hat. I'll go no hat. All right. I'm going to go hat. I've uh, been big, big hat lately, even though I'm also like you, like I like no hats. I like putting a little product every now and then, but I've been into the trucker hats lately. I don't know why. Um, it's just, I don't know, the snapback kind of trucker hat feels right. I like flat caps and other hats. And yeah, I just, it's easy for me if I'm like, get out of bed and I'm like, I don't have time to shower or do anything. I just put the hat Yeah, I love a hat. I love hats. Hats are good. Man. Baseball hats. Yeah, freaking, the hats are good. The, the hats we wore to Vegas, the like oh, big yeah. Indiana Jones looking hats, yeah. cowboy hat. I don't I don't have a cowboy hat, but I would never wear a cowboy hat, but I yeah. think they're cool. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I guess I wear no hat more than hat. It's tough. I'm going I'm going no hat. I got to stay I got to stay where I'm at. <laughs> All right. Fourth one, second second to last one, wristwatch or pocket watch? This one wristwatch. Yeah. Dude, pocket is watch is yeah, like dude, Okay, boomer. <laughs> dude, the pocket watch has to be for like that's got to be a flex for a specific dress, but you better not have a damn watch on you. Like a wristwatch on. Yeah, you yeah. You better pocket. not have a watch yeah. and your pocket watch. Like you got to buy into the pocket watch. But nowadays, with the phone, that is your pocket watch. Yeah, so it's that's a good point. T- t- there's really, yeah, it, it, yeah. Watch. Wait, wristwatch. Wrist <laughs> there you go. The wrist version. Same. Easy. Too easy. All right. Last one. Long sleeve or short sleeve? This is gonna be surprising. Long sleeve. I oh. love long sleeves, dude. And if the problem is my shape, you know, it, it's difficult to find ones that fit me mm. properly. But when they do, oh, dude, I love <gasps> a long sleeve. The only downside is I'm a very warm human and I often can't wear them because yeah. when I go into, if it's winter and I go into a building and it, the heat's on, I'm, I'm kind of dying. Uh, but but I love a good long sleeve, dude, especially in the fall, we're talking autumn, going outside, you're wearing your long sleeve. Can't yeah, yeah I'm a big long sleeve guy. Yeah. I I love flannels. I love flannels. But um I'm gonna go short sleeve. I wish there was a three quarter sleeve. Like honestly, I love the the three quarter sleeve shirts. I don't know why. It just I think it like fits my frame because I got like I got skinny forearms. So it like kind of goes to the point where it's not I don't know, it's weird. And they just they feel good. But when this this or that, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do short sleeve. But that uh that rounds out our clothing edition of this or that. If you have any suggestions, we would love for you to send them to us. The best way is our Galactic Get Piped Pipe Club. There's a specific channel for that. That's our Discord. Check out the show notes for that. Or you can send them to our email, show at getpipe.co. And we do ask, if you send any, do five. Do, do a specific topic. Send five all at once. And that'll help us out. And we can, can put all of them into our this or that, like we did for a good friend, Samantha. second segment today is a new one and i honestly am not even too sure about it 
because I haven't, I haven't got the full definition, but I am excited to hear it. We got a little flu cured forum follies. So Adam, please take away and explain to us what FCFF is. I want you to showcase your mega large mind and explain that to us. So this name, it's a mouthful. Flu cured forum follies. I'll tell you the inspiration for the content and then I'll explain the name. I'm a, I'm a pipe guy, right? You guys know this. I often find myself on the endless scrolling of Instagram, Facebook, you know, even sometimes to a degree Pipes Magazine, where I'm just looking at what people are saying, right? And every now and then, I find a little gold nugget. With these gold nuggets is is, is really a, a folly. And while I'm never going to shame someone, sometimes you just can't help but but laugh at some of the things you find on some of these forums. So flu-cured forum follies is not a why are you the way that you are. You know, it could somewhat be a form of someone saying something mean and being angry about it on a forum, but that segment is really geared towards get pipes, like someone who specifically said something negative to the content and it's fun to poke them with a stick, right? But with flu-cured forum follies, again, mouthful, I essentially find these little nuggets and then I want to talk about them. So I have a great one today. And I, I, I've actually had a couple saved. And I was just like, man, I need a good segment name for this. And I finally came up with one today. Uh, so flu cured. We, we know there's several forms of curing tobacco. There's air cured, sun cured, uh, fire cured. And then, of course, the, the flu cured. This was actually one that are you smarter than a pipe smoker question that I got wrong. I think I forgot flu cured. But flu cured, for the folks who aren't super aware, think Virginia. Virginia tobacco is... There's a Virginia tobacco, it was flu cured. Uh, so naturally, through the flu curing process, your tobacco is going to be slightly sweet, lower nicotine content. It's really a process that refers to a type of barn used to cure the tobacco. Uh, this method involves indirectly exposing uh, the tobacco leaves to heat, and that creates this transportation of like hot, airy, smoky, steamish through a pipe or a flue to the tobacco. And this process was actually, there's a great article on this about on smokingpipes.com. The The process was an accident. They were trying to fire cure in a barn and then the fire went out and then they had to figure out a way to, to fix it. And, and lo and behold, they found flu curing somewhere in North Carolina. Today, the barns are super sophisticated. They can just type a bunch of numbers on a computer and then the, the high-tech barn is set to the right temperature, right? But the flu curing process is, again, it's that higher sugar content uh, tobaccos. We're thinking Virginia's. Um, it has a lower level of nicotine and imparts that mild, sweet flavor uh, and, and aroma. And uh, yeah, this is like the, the one form where there's no, it's not necessarily exposed to the outside air. There's no sunlight and there's no fire, direct fire smoking of the, the tobacco. But it is a way to heat the tobacco through, through a flu, right? And with this, <laughs> with this uh, series, man, there's going to be some heat from some other folks, man. And uh, the the first one you'll see, you'll see this guy, dude, poor soul, just gets absolutely flamed. And uh, so this this would honestly be a fire cured. But for this one, we're going flu cured because I want to keep it lighthearted. I want to keep it sweet. My intents are good here. I was on uh, the Pipe Smokers Club uh, in parentheses tobacco only. Uh, that was the entire. That's the entire club name. I'm I'm a part of like 75 different facebook group pipe clubs but but someone asked the question and it's less about the question it's more about the comments this is the question from a gentleman anybody have advice for smoking a pipe on a motorcycle <laughs> what <laughs> no so let's go through some of the comments don't don't do it 
What an idiot question. <laughs> Don't. Pull over. Terrible idea. Don't. Do it whilst parked. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. It will destroy the pipe. Not a real good idea. As Forrest Gump said, stupid is as stupid does. Why? <laughs> Exclamation point. Question mark. Yeah, don't do it. Don't, don't. That was one comment. One, bad idea for two to three reasons. Two, pretty much impossible whilst wearing a proper helmet. A lot of whilst guys today. Interesting. Why? <laughs> Another don't. Jesus, we're doomed. Not to be rude, but doing both at the same time ruins the pleasure of each activity. So I say don't. Wow, what a good, that is a good comment. What a silly question. Just don't do it. Probably don't. Don't. Yeah, don't. Don't. Wait till you stop. Chew a snuff. Gas mask. How stupid. Wow. (laughs) Dude, and it just goes on and on, man. Uh, Yeah, poor poor guy just got absolutely flamed. (laughs) Why not eat a three-course meal and a bottle of wine whilst riding as well? Dude, whilst guys are out today, man. (laughs) I guys love the whilst. Apparently, man. Pull over. Don't do it. Duh. There's no windscreen sufficient enough to make this work. <laughs> Here's a good one. You were so preoccupied with whether or not you could. You didn't stop to think if you should. <laughs> That's a meme from Something. movie. Movie. <laughs> There's a gif of Kevin from the office just laughing like a big dumb idiot. <laughs> Oh man, dude. They're, they're, yeah, poor guy. There's there's another video of a guy on a motorcycle just crashing and yeah, no. dude, it's poor old soul. I don't know. Yeah, don't don't smoke your pipes while riding your motorcycle. You know, yeah. this the best way is to be in a car and have a wind cap. This is this is the truth. I I'm a commuter pipe and sometimes I, you know, have the window open and every now and then the wind just hits a specific way where your pipe is just getting absolutely flamed. Uh, just like hey. this gentleman in the comments. Now that was just gold. I love that. So that's kind of this is a shorter segment, but uh, for our flu cured forum follies <laughs> again, lighthearted. That's why we're going with that sweetness from the Virginia. I mean, I mean, no, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to add to the flame. I'd had, I, I did comment actually. This guy's just absolutely getting thrashed. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's necessary to find this and add another don't to the other seventy two. But yeah, that was absolutely a forum folly. And uh, I look forward, every day I look forward to finding another. And, and perhaps you'll hear soon on the next Fluke Here Forum, Follies. good episode it has been always it is always fun to do a pipelines with you and get get some new stuff in here as well but if people want to continue this if people want to get more of get piped after their thursday at 4 a.m where can people find you on social media absolutely you can find me on youtube.com slash get piped for some of the premiere YTPC, that's YouTube Pipe Community content. As a matter of fact, as of today, the new episode just went live. Go check it out, youtube.com slash get piped. It's a video on 
the uh, very own pipe crate. We had talked about this several episodes ago in a real recommend reel, and this one's going to be good because a lot more has unfolded uh, since that that airing, and I've got Ooh, some more information, okay. some top information that's never before heard or seen, and you can see so now by going to youtube.com slash get piped. Unless you are listening to this at 4 a.m., then by the time this episode's over, it's now 5.30 a.m. I think it's probably going to go live around 6-ish. I don't really know. I'm going to set it and I'll let you know. But new video is out, and go check out the other videos because they're really, really cool. Uh, but if you don't like long YouTube videos, you can, of course, follow me on Instagram. That's at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. Lastly, we've touched on it many times. Join it, the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, your free Discord server with over 550 pipe smoking enthusiasts just like yourself. Yes, dude. Join the Discord. I have not been in the Discord a lot. I uh, It's something I need to do. I've noticed it. So... For those of you listening who are part of the club, I will be back this week. I I am going to make a point to stop in more this week. And if I haven't, hold me to it. Call me out. Let me know. Um, but I will say, like I mentioned at the beginning of this show, share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers. We we appreciate it. And give us a rating. Give us a review. It really helps us to know. A review recently that talked about me um, share telling people to share this pipe smoking podcast with children. Um, and <laughs> I do do that technically, but if you, well, no, he said, he said, dude, yellow flashes, bro. Are you listening, man? Are you this far? This guy's been flaming me. Dude, talk about this is fire. Kurt. This guy's been flaming me through the, the Q and a, you can, we, we post them, check them out. Q and a yeah. on Spotify. Uh, yeah, the last one he said, producer guy uh, says, share smoking with, with children. And that's not what you do. That is not. You say to share the podcast. Share, share, the, share the podcast. And that phrase is from, a, uh, is from Star Wars. So you, you really need to go, go look it up. Not just the men, but the women and the children too. Um, so go look that up. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll even throw that, that audio in here. But don't forget to share it. Old age, new age, those who are just beginning, those who began way before we ever did. And yeah, we, we, we just appreciate you. But we don't, we don't just appreciate the men. We appreciate the woman and the children too. As we close out this episode, bringing us in to the 1st of June, to this, this rebirth of summer, this inaugural day, Adam. What are your wise words of wisdom for the Get Piped Pipe community? As we're kind of transitioning off of our, our Spotify Q&As, man, uh, dude, there is no law that says you can't listen to a pipe smoking podcast if you're under the age of 18. <laughs> the laws say there's restrictions on sale, distribution, consumption, but like, dude, I don't know if, if you're seven and you want to listen to my podcast, I don't care. Just don't smoke the stuff, whatever. Anyway, uh, I do appreciate you guys for, for, you know, leaving reviews, leaving your comments, uh, whether, whether they're positive or not, man, you know, we're, we're, we're very open about, you know, touching on all of them. Uh, definitely not a, why are you the way that you are? But yeah, I don't know, dude, keep them coming, man. We have 121 reviews on, on Spotify, which is really, really awesome. I, I encourage you to, to leave a, f- a five star. I'd prefer uh, rating. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't got much here. I just appreciate you all for sharing it and, and talking about it. 
And uh, yeah, sharing it with the men, but not just the men, the women and the children too. Emphasis on the children, man. <laughs> Dude, it's fun. Okay. It's no kids are listening to this anyway, but even if pipe, they were pipe down, pipe down. Oh, wait. well, apparently, apparently now that, that is going to be it for me. Thank you guys all every single week for, for coming back. You have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the men, but the women and the children, too. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. <laughs>